Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, welcome to episode 104 of the Manage My Wedding podcast. Today I am chatting with a beautiful, not bride-to-be anymore, but she is now married and she had a really beautiful wedding back in August and she has such a lovely story to tell you and how things don't always have to go to plan and how they can just work out magically when you least expect it. So I can't wait to chat with Rachel and let her tell you her story. But before we get into it, I just want to make mention if you're using the Manage My Wedding app on iOS, it has now got had a beautiful facelift that has been launched. So make sure if you're a current app user that you go into the app store and you hit the latest update so that you can get the new features and, and the new fancy looking app. I'm so excited about it and oh, I can't wait for you all to see it if you haven't seen it yet. So please go and have a look and come to Instagram and tell me what you think because I'd love to hear. And if you are an Android user, there is only a few weeks until you will have access to the first ever Android Manage My Wedding app. So make sure you've subscribed to the website at managemywedding.com so you know when that is out. But I think it's time now to listen to this beautiful, wonderful wedding story that I just absolutely love. So let's get into it. So today I am so excited to bring Rachel onto the podcast because she just has the most beautiful wedding story. And since I have heard it and spoken to her, I've just, oh, I've been so excited. I, I, I've had many brides on the podcast before, but this one I think I'm, I feel, think is the most special one. And <laughs> I can't wait to hear, to hear Rachel's story and have her share it with you because I think you're going to get a lot out of it and you're really going to enjoy listening. So welcome to the podcast, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. You've got just such a magical wedding story and so different to what the current climate is, you know, with everyone postponing, you did something completely different, but I'm not going to spill the beans yet. We'll get into it and I'll let you tell the story. But first, can you start with telling us what you had planned originally for your wedding day and what you actually thought that your wedding day was going to be? Yeah, sure thing. So my partner and I got engaged last year after dating for seven years, so quite a while. And we were planning our wedding for January 2022. So we had always kind of known where we wanted to get married, which was at my uncle and aunt's place. They have the Brady's Lookout Cider Mill. And, you know, it's just a really beautiful venue. And we just knew from the outset we wanted to get married there. Yeah. We were going to have a wedding with about 100 guests. And we were going to have a brunch reception. So, you know, out in the gardens open up the beautiful doors they have and just have a really beautiful summer wedding. Yeah, and a big wedding you wanted to have. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> so tell us how many your wedding actually turned out to be. And, we, you know, what actually happened. <laughs> we, in early August, had a close family member that was diagnosed with cancer. And so we decided, you know, they were going to be doing camp chemotherapy kind of over the time that our wedding was going to be and we were thinking you know for them we really wanted 
the day to be a really enjoyable one. And we wanted the photos to be something they could look back on and um, remember that we would love and yeah, be proud of them. Yeah. So we decided there were two options. We could either postpone or we could just do it next weekend. <laughs> so we decided we'd pull up boards and give ourselves a total of six days to plan our wedding. <laughs> so we ended up having uh, 23 guests instead, plus my partner and myself. So 25 all up. And it happened within seven days? Six. <laughs> Six days. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. I oh, love it. Was it, a, did you feel like it was a big decision at the time? It felt very easy. It was mm. just, I guess we had a long car trip. You can get onto all sorts of, you know, tangents. And yeah. the wedding in January was already getting to a stressful point with finalizing the guest list. And with COVID at the moment, you never know what's going to happen down the track. We didn't know, yeah. you know, we could plan this huge thing and not even be able to, to do it. And we just want to get married. So we thought, you know, why not? Yeah. And then you, you know, you could have your loved ones there not having to worry about them going through a tough time as well and uh, just make it so much more memorable. I want to yeah. know though, I want to know though, how did, how did you just do it so quickly? Like at the moment, everyone who's listening is probably going, oh my gosh, one week to do all of that. Like there's still, you've still got to do every task on the to-do list. It doesn't, it just, it's just less guess. So how did you yes. do that? <laughs> uh, you become very decisive. Just, I guess we worked out what was our main priorities. Like we knew the first thing we did, I started at the beginning, was to talk to our celebrant and our venue. So we called the celebrant because we didn't even know if you could legally, you know, just get married at the end of the week. Like how did that work? And thankfully we'd already done the paperwork a couple of months ago, just being very prepared, I guess. Yeah. And our celebrant was like, you know, sure thing, I'm up for it. And then we spoke to my uncle and aunt, who's the venue, and they were a little bit surprised, but they said that if, we, if that's what we wanted, they were more than happy to put it together and help us out. And, you know, once those two people were, were good to go, we were completely sold on our decision. Yeah. We told everyone to come and we thought we'll sort the rest throughout the week. How did you tell all the guests? We called every single person. No RSVPs required. <laughs> you're either coming now or you're not. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> how, and how people did... were just so excited. Like, I don't know what plans we ruined. I don't know what people had organized for the weekend. <laughs> but no, everyone we asked was like, yep, I'll be there. Yeah. Well, I would drop anything for a wedding as myself. So, so would I. You know. <laughs> so, so every single person could come that you really wanted there. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh, that's, absolutely that's awesome. Yeah. And there were amazing. people that we knew couldn't come. I have friends in Melbourne who obviously couldn't make it at that point in time, but we knew that from the outset. So yeah. When you made that, that decision. Was, yeah. The first thing that pops into my mind is, oh my gosh, your wedding dress, because it takes six months to get a wedding dress. <laughs> I had bought my dress off the rack in a closing down sale back in February. So I just had it sitting downstairs in the 
the spare bedroom. Just good to go. It just ne- it needed altering. But I did that, went to the um, dressmaker on my lunch break on Monday. So I went in, uh, told them about it, which was quite good fun because just seeing people's faces when you say, oh, you know, I need this dress fixed now. <laughs> it was um, quite funny, I think. Wow. And they, they obviously could do it because that's pretty rare. Like normally they, they would be like, we can't help you because they're under the, under the pump to get dresses well, out. So Yeah, I was meant to pick it up at like 7 o'clock on the Wednesday night because we were coming up from Hobart to Launceston on the Thursday morning. And they just said, sorry, you know, you're going to have to pick it up in the morning. So they stayed late. Everyone was happy to, I guess, put in a bit extra because, you know, we were doing it in quite a rush. Yeah. And, yeah, once you go in and talk to people, they just seem really keen to help out, mm. which, yeah, you, was you so were doing lovely. It for, you were doing it for a really beautiful reason as well. Like the, the reason why you chose to do it was, is just so lovely, like such a nice thing to do. Yeah. But, I th- you know, I think it was good. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's such a great thing that you did. Did you do everything? Because did you do like the whole ceremony, a full reception like normal, sit down, three course? Like, did you do a total wedding? Yes, we had no dancing, but there were only, you know, 25 people. So I wasn't too worried about that personally. But yeah, yeah we had, you know, beautiful cheese platters to start with. We had, I was trying to think about who could do food with three days' notice or something. And so I, there's this place in Launceston that does like handmade pasta. So I contacted them and they were thrilled to do, you know, just deliver it all to the venue, hot, ready to go. And we just had yeah. a buffet. Yep. And for yep. dessert, I was thinking, you know, what do I really want? <laughs> and my favorite dessert in the world is Christmas pudding. And my auntie makes the most beautiful Christmas pudding. So I called her and got her to make a big Christmas pudding, which I don't think you could really do when you have a hundred guests. Uh-uh. It's just the people who are closest to you. You can really, you know, be yourself and be a bit different. Yeah. I think no. so. Oh yeah, I think so. And you said a couple of times you could be yourself and you thought, what do I like? Like, I just love that. You thought about <laughs> yourselves and you thought about what, what is it that we love? And so many people get caught up in the planning and they forget about that. But you didn't because you had this short amount of time, so you were just making quick decisions based on what you love. <laughs> yeah, and we only took two days off work to get it organised. So, you know, everything was kind of just done in lunch breaks and what we could work out, you know, after hours. So it was very quickly, decisions were just made really quick. Yeah. So I, just, I, I actually just released an episode on, you know, making quick decisions. So this is just perfect timing. So I released that uh, by the time that this goes live, it would have been a few weeks ago, but it's just perfect because it is so important because the longer you sometimes have, the more often you want to change your decision. Then you usually find you're unhappy with the final decision because you changed your mind so many times. And they always say that first thing you think of is the right decision. Yeah, I think so. And I also think that, you know, if it's something that you want, but you're concerned that others won't like to your wedding, like they won't complain. No, absolutely. And did you, did you feel stressed at all in any of this? I didn't feel very stressed at all. 
I figured how high can people's expectations be? You know, you're planning it in six days. I figured if we were there and they were there, you know, if we ended up ordering pizza or something, it's not the end of the world. We were very casual in it all. And people just offered to help. And for me, I was really happy just to kind of hand things over to people. Uh, My auntie called up and she said, you know, what have you got organized for flowers? And we had nothing whatsoever planned, you know, by the Wednesday. (laughs) We figured we'd just go buy it the day before. And she just said, I've got that part covered. You don't need to worry about it. And for us, that worked great. Like, why would we stress? She says she has it covered. And yeah, she went to a neighbor's who's a florist and came in with the most beautiful flowers. So, you mm. know, that was so much better than we could have done. And she was thrilled to do it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah Your we flowers were, were beautiful. The- they were. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, your flowers were beautiful. Actually, your photos are beautiful. You look at the, I look at the photos and it's hard to imagine all that happened in six days because you just look, and it's probably because you didn't have so long to think about it, but you just looked relaxed, in love, happy. It was just, they're beautiful. They really are. It's really lovely. It felt very natural for us to kind of just do something on a whim. Maybe that's our personality. I don't know. But, yeah, we had a really great photographer. Uh, it was a winter wedding, I guess. So in Tasmania, they're not very po- popular. So we were really lucky that people were available to do it. We were able to get someone on really short notice. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yes. we were thrilled. And they did a great job. They really did. Mm-hmm. I love how you just had people help you and you took that help, you know. It just, you really did. And I, that's so lovely. Yeah. And it all worked out so much better than we could have hoped for. Mm, I love that. Tell me, how did others handle the news? Because, you know, (laughs) surprising people, especially parents, and telling them, hey, guess what? We're going to get married in six days. It doesn't always go down well. (laughs) How did that go for you? We had no complaints whatsoever. (laughs) I think everyone was quite surprised but happy. Yeah, everyone just wanted to know really what they could do to help us out. we got the occasional, okay, what do I wear to a wedding next weekend? And it's like, wear whatever you want, you know, we don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did they all dress up? Did everyone dress up? Yeah, beautifully. Yeah. They yeah. all look great. <laughs> yeah. We didn't tell anyone we were doing it who wasn't invited. That made it easier for those who we couldn't invite because we did want to keep it small because we had no time to, to plan things. Yeah. yeah. So that saved any complication with you know who do you invite you know how do you get around this kind of awkward subject yeah because once you tell people you're already married like they can't complain about it it's done yes so that worked really well (laughs) I love that I love that that's such a great way to get rid of all those guest list politics (laughs) yes definitely the guest list we found was the most stressful part of planning before we um decide to do it at the end of the week yeah just so stressful it is it is such a difficult thing that's why it's one of the things you have to do at the start because the more guests you have the more money it costs you as well like it just changes everything tell me yeah did anything go wrong and would you change anything the only thing that went almost wrong was something I was completely unaware of 
And that's because it was a surprise for me, organized by my cousin and my husband. They were getting my cousin to fly in from the Northern Territory, which during COVID is quite tricky. You have to stay in Melbourne. So he got stuck in the whole hotel quarantine debacle that we currently have. So he almost didn't make it. And that made my my man quite stressed. But that all worked out in the end, thankfully. And was a big surprise for me as I walked down the aisle to see my cousin who I thought wasn't going to be there. Oh, so. and that's really lovely. How nice. I love that. I, yeah. I mean, but you would have been unbeknownst that there'd been any problems trying Completely to get him there. Completely unbeknownst. Because you didn't I know saw he was coming. my partner that morning and he looked quite stressed. I said to him, you know, is everything okay? Is there anything I can do, you know, because I was feeling fine. <laughs> And he's like, no, everything's organised. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, because we did our wedding rehearsal the morning of the wedding. Yeah. Uh, So we got to kind of have a bit of time together that morning just to make sure we were all organised. Yes. That was nice. Yeah. So at that point he he was trying to get a guest there and he didn't know if he was going to be able to. Yes, trying to work out. The, the system. Wow, that's amazing. Well, I'm so glad that it got to, to reach you and you said you wouldn't change anything. No, I oh. definitely oh. would not. It all just worked out so beautifully. Oh, So there you go, everyone listening. Like, honestly, you, you just have to go with what you want and what your gut is telling you. And then you usually end up saying that you wouldn't change anything. The things that we always want to change after the day are the things that we do that we don't want to do or that we've kind of been forced to do. Or So it's, it's just so important. I love your story. It's, it's, it's honestly so beautiful. I just love that you just went with it and you did it and you're still so happy with that decision. There is one thing I could mention yeah. that I probably wouldn't do retrospectively. And that is I tried to climb over a fence in my wedding dress on a muddy day. (laughs) And so I had this, I fell backwards, of course, into a puddle and had mud up the back of my dress. But, you know, that was a great story. Even the things that do go wrong, I think you get great photos out of. So, (laughs) Tell us what point did that happen? Before the ceremony. So we had our <gasps> photos all before the ceremony. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I'll just climb up that fence, get a good photo, and it did not work out. But that was okay. It was just a very funny story. <laughs> did someone wash the mud off? Like, what did you do? We tried and it just spread. So we just left it. There was just a footprint. It kind of blended in when I bustled it up. It was fine. And you just told everyone the story later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tell me from all of this, as I said, I'm huge congratulations. I'm so happy for you and I'm so happy that all your dreams came true. Now, what would be though the best advice that you would give to anyone else who's wedding planning now that you've been through it all and you know exactly what goes on, what, what would be your best piece of advice? I think I came up with about 10 different options. <laughs> but I came to the conclusion, I'm not sure if you'll agree with me on this one, but be open to change when it's required. Even mm-hmm. if you have your heart set on something, if something comes up to get in the way, don't get too down that you've lost this dream that you had. You know, go with it. Be flexible. What comes up, 
will be awesome and, you know, could be better than what you plan to start with. Yeah. Oh, that I love that piece of advice. That is lovely because you can't always change the situation. Whatever's meant to be is what it's meant to be. That's how yeah, it's turned out. Want to be upset on your wedding day because of some small petty thing that down the track you're not going to remember. You know, yeah. if the flowers aren't quite the right color, so be it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Good on you. That's a great piece of advice. And I think everyone needs to really take that and sink that in because it's so important. And that is important in the lead up on the day, even afterwards, when you think you've, you find out about things that didn't go the way that you had planned, like doesn't matter. All that matters is that you're marrying the love of your life, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm very yeah. happy with it. So. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing your story, Rachel. I think it is a beautiful story and it's so nice to hear somebody who didn't postpone but instead went with their gut and just went for it and quickly and had the best day ever. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Oh, well, I hope everyone really enjoyed that episode. What an absolutely beautiful wedding story. Goes to show that you don't have to do things traditionally, you know, just because of COVID too, we don't always have to postpone. They had obviously some news in their family that helped them make a quick decision. And I think for them, it was absolutely the right decision. And, you know, lean on support. If you got something out of that, lean on support because she took the support and she loved everything that turned out. And you know what? If you're feeling stressed at the moment, just just sit back and have a little rethink about why you're feeling stressed and what parts of the planning you're feeling stressed about and reflect on this story and see what you could maybe do that will, will help you feel less stressed. And if you're really still feeling stressed, come on over to Instagram at Manage My Wedding and have a chat to me and I can try and help you work through it and see and see how you're feeling and see if we can come up with some solutions. But until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams. <laughs>